Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley, and I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Heidi, we've got a great question from Matthew today and it is on dealing with survivors. Matthew says that his sister was driving in a car with her fiance when her fiance lost control and the car crashed into a tree. Her fiance is in the hospital and Matthew's parents want him to go to the hospital and see his sister's fiance who is still alive. And Matthew says, I really don't want to go. Do you have any suggestions? It's a really hard situation. I really wish the parents were not putting pressure on him to go because I, I don't think he should have to go if he doesn't feel like he wants to go. Is he thinking that he needs to do it to take care of them? Because I know you've talked a lot about sibling loss and how the kids feel like siblings feel like they have to take care of the parents, particularly, you know, adult siblings. Well, like you said, he may feel, feel obligated because he may feel like he has to be strong for his parents and he may worry because his parents seeing the fiance might really be hard for them. It mm-hmm. might, it may make everything so realistic. I mean, their daughter has died and now this fiance is in the hospital because of the crash. It might be really jarring for them and really emotional. And maybe he's really concerned and worried. I was really worried about you and dad when Scott died. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's feeling like he has to be like you said there and be the strong one and take care of his parents. Mm-hmm. Maybe he doesn't even want his parents to go. I don't know how he feels about his parents even going to the hospital at this point. And there's another issue too here. He talks about parents as two people who are in agreement. Yeah. You know, um, maybe it's his mother that wants to go. Maybe his father is angry. You know, we don't know if they're both in agreement. So that's one thing to look at too in these situations. Look at people as separate grieving individuals because everybody grieves differently. I agree with you, mom. And this is really early grief. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy just had a car accident and is in, is in the hospital. His fiance is dead. I mean, these people are in very early grief, which is really difficult. Now, they must have been fairly close for, to him and maybe his family. It sounds like he's, he's going to go and he just needs to figure out how to do it, how to best do it for himself. He needs to take care of himself if he goes, definitely. Because this, this is a very stressful situation that he's walking into. And Heidi, regarding sibling loss, um, the overlooked griever, I mean, he really has to stop and think about his own grief, right? Yes, and I think that even though he knows his sister's dead, going into the hospital and seeing her fiance in a bad situation is gonna reconfirm that she is really gone forever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is a difficult thing to wrap your arms around, the permanence of it. And as time goes on, it's, it's hard when one person, the fiance is alive because he's going to go on with his life. It, it, it's a, a long-term thing. They get other relationships and it, it's difficult. Absolutely, it is. So I, I would say to Matthew, if, you're, if you've made a decision to go and, I mean, you feel like you need to do this, then I would definitely take your own car 
so mm -hmm. that you are not stuck at the hospital and on your parents' agenda. Um, I would, if you feel like it's too much, maybe leave the room for a little bit, go into the bathroom, take a walk, go down to the vending machine, go down to the cafeteria, get, because you know hospitals are very intense and they can be very overwhelming and emotional. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, it can be really shocking to go in. And mm -hmm. I would suggest to Matthew too, Heidi says take your own car. You might wanna take a friend with you. Um, when, the, when situations are difficult, we tend to have fewer people there, but as a family therapist, I can tell you, enlarge the system, get more people to come in rather than less. Take a friend with you or a relative or whoever. And also, I would suggest that you have, make a little excuse, maybe pick up the friend or have them pick you up and have somebody, a family member, take your parents. I like that idea, Mom, because the bottom line is Matthew and his parents are not going to want to drive. After, that's what my, my guess is after seeing the fiance. The fiance, mm -hmm. I don't know what condition he's in. I mean, this is going to be very emotional. And you don't want to all of a sudden leave an emotional situation and get in your car and drive. It's, it would be dangerous. Mm -hmm. and, and also, you need to debrief. Mm -hmm. So if you can have somebody with you that you can talk to after you leave, Besides the parents, because that uh, they need somebody too who's a third party that they can can deal with. So you, if you, not everybody's good grief support either. You're gonna try to find some people that you think are gonna be grief support, good grief support. But um, Matthew, I mean, this sounds maybe a little trite or whatever, but make sure you've eaten before you go. That you've had water. Don't drink alcohol. You know, take care of yourself. So when you get there, you, you don't have low blood sugar yourself. I mean, you might even want to take a few, like a Hershey bar or whatever in your pocket because um, trauma causes immediate low blood sugar. And uh, this is pretty, pretty darn traumatic thing going on here. Is, I don't know what, what, what kind of situation this fiance is in. If he is hooked up to a lot of tubes and there's blood flowing and all that, people feel faint. I have mm -hmm. felt like I was going to faint in a hospital before. Mm -hmm. So depending on what he's walking into, like you said, to have things available to himself in case he doesn't feel well or in case he's overwhelmed with emotion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Important. And, um, you know, the reality is you can get there, maybe glance in and kind of move back quietly and not make a fuss about it if, if it's really difficult for you to be there. And again, it is a tough situation and um, you've lost your sister and I hope that you will go to our shows on Open to Hope because we have a lot on sibling loss, right, Heidi? Yes, we do. And, and it'll, it'll be really beneficial to you to, to watch the sibling loss shows because we often do hide our grief and hide the way we're feeling so that we can be there for our parents. The other thing I want to say is I don't know if Matthew's angry at this, this fiance. I mean, he was driving. I have no idea what the situation is like, but I would say that he would need to put his anger on hold while he's in the hospital and just be there as a support system for his parents. And if he has issues with the fiance, I would wait till the fiance is recovered before you address that. Mm -hmm. And if you are angry, you might want to talk to someone about it too. Um, uh, a religious counselor or, you know, wh whoever you feel safe with. Compassionate Friends is a great place for siblings to go and talk about their loss. Um, you can get in touch with your local hospice and find out there are usually groups for men 
to talk about their losses and because um, men oftentimes don't talk about what's going on for them and it's important to talk about that you've kind of got a dual thing you've got sibling loss and the fact that men don't talk about their grief a lot right Hyde? right because men are given messages suck it up walk it off big boys don't cry be strong for your mom she's a female be strong for the women in your life i mean there's so many messages that guys are given about about you know crying and being emotional mm -hmm. So good luck, Matthew, and thank you for your question. And uh, I hope that you will be able to, um, as Heidi said, take care of yourself and good if you're angry to try to control that right now, to keep it under control. You'll have plenty of time to work through these issues. So I think it's important, it's early, don't press yourself, breathe, drink a lot of water. You might even wanna take a bottle of water with you and take care of yourself right now and good luck and uh, please visit us at Open to Hope. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week for another Open to Hope conversation where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.